Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. Welcome to another edition of the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. On today's episode, we are going to continue our player profiles. We're going to tackle a one particular player. We're going to break down the pros and cons. And then Stoops is going to give you the fantasy outlook heading into next year. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime. Stoops, how are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. As I told you off the air, I was a little off the or a little under the weather. wasn't feeling so great, but feeling much much better today. Excited to dive into this uh, this this little unheard of guy. Yeah, it's a little little known school of LSU um, quarterback um, who not a lot of people know who he is. Joe Burrow. I'm excited to talk about him today. I'm excited to kind of break down. I watched a lot of. I'll watch a lot of Joe Burrow this year, honestly. Um, there's a lot to like about him. There's a few things that he could use improvements on, so I'm excited to talk about that. So let's go ahead and talk about Joe Burrow. All right, folks, first what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the pros of Joe Burrow. And Stoops, I will gladly kick this one off. All right, buddy? All right. Shocker. <laughs> I know, exactly. So obviously the pros right off the bat. He's a leader. Um, that to me, he has the intangibles of being a leader. He is very much not a me person. He's a team player. Um, he's very rewarding of other individuals whenever they score a touchdown. He's the first to give a high five. He runs down the field. He, you know, is a very much a player aspect. And team players around him want to play with him because of that leadership that he has. He's got a beautiful touch on the ball. Um, I will say it's not the greatest down the field touch, but I, I will say it's a very nice touch on the ball. Um, he is a closer. I have said that since the Texas game. He is the best closer in all of football, um, and he has shown it time and time again. Whenever the game is on the line, they need him to score again. They don't settle for field goals. They drive the ball down your throat and score a touchdown to go up an even higher score, and I've loved that. At times, it's kind of gotten scary because I'm like, get Joe Burr off the field, please. He's got a quick release, and he's deadly accurate on that quick release. Like he's super fast to get rid of the ball, and he will he will put the ball right where you want it on the short intermediate routes. It's fantastic um, ball placement. He does have a nice touch on the deep ball. Like I said, it's something that I think he can work on. He makes plays with his feet, as you saw in the game against Georgia. There were several times where that man should have been sacked, but instead he extended the play. Um, he's got a pretty solid uh, pocket presence about him as well. He's pretty good at protecting the receiver when he throws in the ball as well. He's not trying to get his receiver killed. Um, he does protect the ball very well. He had uh, six interceptions this year. I will say there was one or two of them that were kind of bonehead, but there was a couple other ones that were um, not his not his fault. They were tipped balls and stuff like that. Uh, he's third down. He's he's the money. He's on the money on third down. He's got like a seventy-five plus completion ratio on third down and ten. Um, that is just astronomically amazing to think about. Um, he's 
Oh, year over year, this is one thing that I was talking to Stoops about this year, uh, off the air. But between last year and this year, he's only got 60 more passing attempts this year. But he's got 123 more completions. His completion percentage went up 20.1 points. He's got a little over like 1,800 more yards passing. He's averaging 3.1 yards per attempt more. And obviously his touchdown to uh, interception ratio is astronomically high. Last year it was 16 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. This year, he had 48 touchdowns. Um, the big game's obviously coming up against Oklahoma. That's going to be another test. I can't see. I can't wait to see what he does. Um, it's going to be beautiful what he does on the field. I can't wait to see him close out this senior year. I hope it equates to a national championship. But if it doesn't, Joe Burrow, I think, has solidified himself as the number one pick of the draft. All right, Steeps, what you got for me? Yeah, so literally everything you said is more or less what I've got on my notes as far as some pros. I mean, his patience in the pocket's unbelievable. He reads through his progressions very, very well. And like you said, he is not selfish with the ball. He literally spreads the ball around. I mean, it shows with multiple thousand-yard receivers, obviously a 1,000-plus-yard rusher, um, while he's got his over 4,000 passing yards. It's just unbelievable what that offense has done as a whole. But he definitely spreads that ball around, and it's 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 at an alarm rate, too. It's, I mean, just a lot of targets peppered around. I mean, Chase has, what, 96-plus targets. Jefferson's got 93-plus targets. Like, it's just crazy how many targets can really go around. Um, but one thing I found pretty awesome, I um, mean, a lot of the, the, the top guys, um, quarterback, receiver, um, running back, it doesn't really – first down is where they're really really used and where they are are really um open to shine 54.2 percent of his total touchdowns have come on first down um of, of, of any fashion whether it's first and 10 plus first and goal um it really no difference comes on first down and then 52.3 percent of his total first downs have also come while on first down so to have over 50 percent of your touchdowns and your first downs to come uh a first down is just un- unbelievable. Speaks volumes of what he and that offense in general are, are capable of doing. So been very very fun to watch. Um, and, and like 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 you've already said, a couple other things that I've got though, but very confident with his throws. Um, when he makes his decision on where he's going to go with it, he's set on it. He goes. He doesn't have any hesitation into his throw. It's it, it's all or nothing essentially is what it really seems to be, and it's worked out very very well for him in that offense. Um, definitely love seeing that. And as you said, very elusive in the pocket. Um, love how he's able to – it's almost like he has that sixth sense. Uh, and, and you'd love to see that in a quarterback where he can feel the pressure coming behind him and he's able to spin around and, and get out of that and gain. And the thing that blows my mind, and I don't have this stat pulled up in front of me, but what blows my mind is that generally when a quarterback – you know, feels that pressure starts to spin out. He might gain two or three yards. I have to assume he's probably had over the year, I don't know, let's say five to 15, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know, escapes in that fashion that he got a first down on. You know, he's gaining 12, 15, 16 yards on these these plays where he's getting forced inside the pocket and he breaks himself out somehow and just gains all these yards. So he's very elusive in the pocket. Um, I think people are really starting to see that that this year. I was talking to a guy at work, actually. He's from um, Beaumont, so it, not quite to LSU, but it's still that, that territory. He's a big LSU fan, and we were talking about it. But last year, if you watched Joe Burrow, you saw the glimpses of what he could be, but he wasn't there yet. 
well, he's made those leaps this year. Um, he's definitely shown everything. So love seeing that year to year. Um, definitely saw the the progression and what he's able to do. So a lot of what you said is kind of what I just reiterated. But, you know, those first downs, the stats that we've got there, some pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, I, I want to touch on one thing real quick. And obviously the stats I had wrote down were um, outside the championship game. But on second down and 10 plus, he's 41 of 47 with an 87% completion percentage. That is insane. Um, another thing that I, I noticed, um, third and short, he's 8 of 11 completion, but he had 11 rushes for 45 yards on third and short. You can imagine, I don't have the exact stats, so between the 19... Um, between the nineteen complete, between the completion and the ni- uh, eleven runs, you add that together, you get nineteen of them. Twelve of those convert into first downs. So you would think that on third and short, you know, he was completing either completing or running for the first down. I'd say sixty-five percent of the time. That's pretty impressive. I-, I love the way he was in the pocket. Now I'm going to transition to some cons. Okay, there is a few things that about Joe Burrow that I want him to fix. Nothing that can't be fixed on that next level. Um. He holds on the ball too long sometimes. I will say that. he oh, He's trying to make a play, and that's not a bad thing. But I think on Sundays, it's going to be different. You're not going to – he had – I swear he had at least three years to throw the football in some plays in that Georgia game. And Georgia has a very good pass rush. But when you're going to the next level on Sundays, these guys aren't going to give you three years to throw the football. So it's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do with a little bit of pressure. He hasn't seen a whole bunch – Obviously, when he has stayed in the pocket and taken hits and thrown the ball, he has shown the ability to do that. But consistently getting rushed after, if he does face like Ohio State, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with uh, Chase Young in his in his face every single play. Um, I, the other thing, please stop taking unnecessary hits. Joe Burrow loves to get hit. He loves to lay a lick on somebody. But as a quarterback, ask, ask Carson Wentz is the perfect case and example. It's not the smartest decision. Slide, run out of bounds, fall to the ground, do whatever you need to do. But you, you gotta, you gotta get down sometimes. And then I will say this too: when he is, um, when he's trying to make the extra play instead of maybe t- having that hesitation of taking off or taking a sack, or sometimes he can force the ball. I will say that is something that is. A little bit frustrating to watch on tape. Obviously, with a guy that has almost an 80% completion percentage this year, it's it's hard to nitpick things. But these are things that I think that he can work on the next level. And then the few, two other things, I would like for him to put on a, like 10, 15 pounds so that maybe when he takes a hit on this next level, he's not going to, you know, he won't be injury prone. And then I think that he can work with using his eyes to move the defenders a little bit better. I think that's one thing that I like what Herbert does a little bit better than Burrow is he's able to move – um, he's able to move the cornerbacks or safeties with his eyes. Um, Burrow can, but he needs to work on that a little bit better. What do you got for me, Stoops? Yeah, so what I have, you literally said the first <laughs> two things. Um, no, he, he holds on to the ball too long. I was watching some Auburn film, and there was just multiple plays where he could have at least scrambled out of the pocket and thrown the ball away, essentially. He didn't even need to necessarily go and – I mean, yeah, I try and gain some yards, obviously, but it's, it's when he – when he has the time, he just sometimes holds it too long. Um, when nothing's open after a certain amount of time, and he's got the talented enough receivers that they generally find that open spot and give him a window. But there are times where you just got to get rid of the ball. Um, and like you said, on the next level, you're not going to have that much time to just kind of sit back there and just wait for it. So you just got to know when to get rid of it and, and, and just you know live another down. 
Um, and then, like you said, he takes a lot of hits. Um, I remember him saying, and I don't remember the exact quote, but something along the lines of he likes taking a hit every once in a while because it makes him feel more like a football player. Yep. That's great and all, but um, <laughs> man, you know, like you said, hits, hits start to take a toll on your body. Um, football is a physical, physical game, and especially when you make it to that next level and you, again, you've got these 6'4", 6'5", 280-plus pound men running a 4'4", at you. They're gonna put some 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 uh, some serious wear and tear on your body. So just get down, slide, run out of bounds. You know, uh, don't try and lower your shoulder into these grown men. Which he's playing against grown men now, but it's just a different animal at that next level. So takes a lot of hits. Love to see him. You know, get get a, get away from those hits a little bit more. But other than that, um, you hit on a lot of the the cons. That definitely something he can improve on. And again. We have said it over and over and over. When that's all you have to worry about is just getting better at certain aspects, it's definitely something that's manageable and what he can do. All right, Stoops, what do you foresee uh, Joe Burrow's fantasy outlook heading into the next season? Yeah, so what I do is I definitely see a QB1 um, upside to Love his ball placement. Um, as we said, his patience in the pocket is just unbelievable. Um, his ability to run, uh, like I said, he, he's not going to – be a Lamar Jackson. He's not a Deshaun Watson. He's not on that level per se, but his ability to run yards is going to be huge on the next level, especially with the way a lot of NFL offenses are starting to run run their schemes. Um, definitely, definitely someone who, with the as we say with everyone, with the right fit, um, he's going to excel just amazingly. So I think he's going to definitely be a, a, a high end QB one upside, um, definitely a QB one on the low end um, or low QB one, I should say. But overall, I definitely see him as someone who's going to come in, be a starter for a, for a team and just, just make everyone around him better. I see it, you know, on the college level, albeit these guys are going to be, you know, prospects, um, top talents on their own teams respectively. But I definitely see Joe Burrow coming in, being a leader, um, and just leading offenses, you know, and especially on the fantasy side, um, just a just a huge asset to have on your team. For sure, I agree 100. percent And I agree with you. Like he adds the, I mean, he's averaging almost 20 to 30 yards a game right now. Obviously, this college stats are a little bit different. Whenever he takes a sack, he loses the yardage. So the stats are kind of weird. But he's averaging like anywhere between 20 to 40 yards a game. That's two to four extra fantasy points that he's going to get on top of his passing yards. And let's just say, for instance, he does get drafted by the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals have got a couple years before they're going to be good. So he's going to be throwing the ball probably 30 times a game easily when it comes to that next level. Hypothetically, obviously, if he lands with Cincinnati, like everybody expects him to. All right, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to expandtheboxscore.com. Check out the college football database tool that we're using um, to uh, use for these episodes for the stats. Uh, follow the Expand the Box Score on Twitter at XTBBoxScore. Follow Stoops on Twitter at Stoops1990. Follow myself at Ricky Valero underscore. And do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast. Give a five-star review if you're listening on iTunes. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. See y'all later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.